गुड मॉर्निंग एवरीवन टुडे आई विल टेल यू अबाउट कार्बन डेटिंग सो व्हाट इज कार्बन डेटिंग व्हाट इज इट्स हिस्ट्री एंड फ्रॉम वेयर इट इज ओरिजिन सो हियर ऑन अर्थ कार्बन इज फाउंड इन द एटमॉस्फियर द सॉइल द ओशियंस एंड इन एवरी लिविंग क्रिएचर कार्बन ट्वेल्व हैज एन अटमिक वेट ऑफ ट्वेल्व इज द मोस्ट कॉमन आइसोटो but it is by no means the only one carbon 14 is another an isotope of carbon that is produced when nitrogen and 14 is bombed by cosmic radiation this process causes a proton to be displaced by a new neutron effectively turning atoms of nitrogen it into an isotope of carbon known as radiocarbon it is naturally radioactive and unstable and will therefore spontaneously decay back into n14 over a period of time this property makes it especially useful in a process known as radiocarbon dating or carbon dating so now we'll go through origin of radiocarbon radiocarbon enters the biosphere through natural processes like eating and breathing plants and animals absorb both c12 and c14 in the course of their natural lifetime simply simply by carrying out these basic functions when they die they, they cease to consume them and the isotope of c14 begins to revert back to its nitrogen state at an exponential rate due to its radioactive decay comparing the remaining c14 of a sample to that expected from atmospheric c14 allows the age of the sample to be estimated in addition scientists know that the half life of radiocarbon is 507 5730 years this means that it takes a sample of radiocarbon 5730 years for half of it to decay back into nitrogen After about 10 half lives the amount of radiocarbon left becomes too minuscule to measure so this technique isn't particularly particularly reliable for dating specimens which died more than 60000 years ago during the late middle paleolithic period now history of development experiment that would eventually lead to carbon dating begin in the 1940s thanks to the efforts of the radiation laboratory at the university of california berkeley at the time researchers were attempting to determine if any of the elements common to organic matter had isotopes with half lives long enough to be of value in biomedical research by 1940 the half life of carbon 14 was determined as was the mechanism through which it was created this contradicted previous work which held that it was the product of deuterium and carbon 13 during world war 2 william levy a chemist and graduate of berkeley read a paper by w danforth and essay corf which predicted that c14 would be created in the atmosphere due to interaction between nitrogen and cosmic rays from this levy came up with the idea of measuring the decay of c14 as a method of dating organic material 
In 1945, Levy moved to the University of Chicago, where he began the work that would lead to the development of radiocarbon dating in 1946. He published a paper in which he speculated that C14 might exist within organic material alongside other carbon isotopes. Thank you.